For RCR-TV, I'm Sean Kinney, and welcome to HetNet Happenings, where we take a look at all things DAS, small cell, Wi-Fi, and much more. Comscope. Thinking beyond today's technology to help you make the best decision for your network and your business. Register today for the Wireless Infrastructure Show, the premier national event for mobile network solutions, produced for the industry, by the industry. Telecom Careers, the number one global telecom and wireless job board. Telecomcareers.com. Welcome back to HetNet Happenings. We've got a great topical show for you this week. As uh, many of our viewers know, RCR is headquartered right here in Austin, Texas. And this week, also in Austin, Texas, we've got the South by Southwest Interactive Film and Music Festival. This brings an additional 150,000 some odd people into town, all of them wanting to use their cell phone. So with that, I'm going to introduce my guest, Clark Bird with AT&T. And we're here today to talk about some of the different network deployments AT&T has put in place in Austin to support the crowds from South by Southwest. Clark, thanks so much for coming thanks on. Thanks for having us. me. So we've had the opportunity this week to get out in the field with you and take a look at a few of the different uh, pieces of infrastructure in place. One of them is the cell on wheels or the cows. These are uh, deployed by AT&T for these like large events. I know y'all used a bunch of them in Glendale, Arizona for the Super Bowl. Tell us about the cows. What are they and, and how are they deployed in the field? Uh, in a nutshell, a cow is, is a portable cell site. Mm -hmm. um, they're self-contained. We can transport them anywhere in the network uh, nationally, depending mm -hmm. on the need, and uh, hook them to our backup power, and they provide additional capacity to the network for our customers. Okay, so uh, compare and contrast a cow to a typical cell antenna that so many people are used to seeing. Where, how are they different? How are they alike? The biggest difference is the portability. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the same equipment resides inside a cow that it would at one of our macro cell sites. Um, capacity can be more or less depending on the, uh, the desired need for that particular event, but, uh, but essentially it's a portable cell site. Okay, and we had a chance to look at these and they're just packed with, uh, with equipment. And uh, to help our viewers understand a little bit, some of them are like a large van that's been retrofitted to hold the equipment. Some of them are, are different configurations, but uh, I know that y'all sort of in the run up to these festivals do some like modeling of usage to kind of determine what you need to deploy. And so for South by Southwest, we have uh, three cells on wheels, right? That's right. All right, and one of them is connected to the Lundberg lens, which is a really cool piece of equipment. And before we uh, talk more about that, if we could just take a look at a video of the Lundberg lens that we shot. All right, so what you're seeing here is a spherical uh, antenna surround. That's the Lundberg lens. It's positioned up on the fourth floor of a parking garage here in Austin, Texas. And you can see that it's got good line of sight visibility with downtown. And then you'll see that the lens, the cabling is connected from the lens and then it goes down the side of the parking garage where it's connected to the cell on wheel that we discussed. So you'll see the cell on wheel is the truck and if you can see in the upper left of your screen, it kind of blends in with the skyline, but that's where the Lundberg lens is placed. And then we take a look inside the cell on wheels and you can see all of the hardware that Clark and I were discussing. 
And so this is a really neat piece of equipment. This is only the uh, first time I think it's been deployed in Texas and uh, the third time overall for AT&T. So really exciting piece of equipment we're gonna talk more about. All right, Clark, so we saw the Lundberg lens and uh, you and I were discussing this earlier and you, you had a great sort of comparison to how it's like an onion. So tell us about the lens. The, the lens is a, it's an innovative antenna design. The technology in theory has been around since the 1940s, but we're just now starting to roll this out into the cellular space. So for the construction of the lens, uh, if you think of an onion and the layers of an onion, uh, the lens is, is manufactured and built with certain components and elements inside those layers that uh, when put together and assembled allow us to uh, focus the beams of energy in a particular direction. Okay, and, and the, how many beams does the Lindbergh lens produce? This particular lens that we have uh, is South by Southwest is a 12 beam lens, mm -hmm. uh, so it can give us up to 12 beams on our high band AWS spectrum, uh, up to six uh, beams on our low band. Okay, and then in terms of, of spectral efficiency, it does kind of an interesting thing, right? It does. It, uh, the, the biggest thing that we'll notice is it allows us to reduce the beam width of, of the signal going out to the crowds. Uh, that allows us to reuse our spectrum over and over uh, to provide more capacity and also control the RF environment uh, a little more precisely and a little more effectively. And I mentioned earlier when we were playing the video clip the, uh, the sort of the need to get some line of sight with, with where these beams are going. Can you just expound on that for us? Well, uh, the type of frequency and the range that we're at, uh, we prefer line of sight. So anytime we deploy a cow, of course, we want to position the antenna where it's going to have the biggest impact to serve those crowds. So mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we plan where we want a specific location. Sometimes topography and, and development around the area does not lend to that, so we put it in the most optimal place that we can. And, uh, and the line of sight gives us that direct, unadhered uh, communication path down to the crowds and, and back to the antenna. And you know, and, and this is just sort of an effort from AT&T to support this uh, just dramatic increase in network use. You shared an interesting statistic with me, uh, if you could share that. Yeah, so viewers. over the past eight years, we've seen about a 100,000% increase in traffic across the network. So uh, the more crowds that we have to support, you know, we're coming up with these new innovative designs uh, to try and serve more people in, in a specific location. And so was I correct when I said this was the first Texas deployment of the this is the the first time deployed in Texas, third overall for AT&T. Okay, and how do you, what goes into that decision-making process? Like, how do you figure out what you're going to need on the ground for different events? Well, for, for year, uh, events like South by Southwest, where the event happens year over year, mm -hmm. you know, we, we make a deployment in a particular year, and then we'll go back and deep dive and look at the metrics of that last event, lessons learned, and... Uh, you know, reconfigure the design and, and determine how much capacity we'll need for the next year. So uh, it's, it's an ongoing process that happens, uh, you know, not only for events like South by Southwest, but, you know, football games, large mm -hmm. concert venues, sports venues, and things like that. Yeah, you mentioned sport venues. We got a chance to take a look at the, uh, the installation of the distributed antenna system at AT&T Stadium up in uh, Dallas, and that was just so impressive. And I know that you guys also uh, operate the the DAS and the Austin Convention Center, which is a big hub for South by Southwest as well. That's right. And then, um, you know, and I, I kind of wanted, I'm glad you agreed to come in because this is such a fine example of the heterogeneous network that we talk so much on this show. Because in addition to the cells on wheels and the Lundberg lens, 
You guys have also set up a uh, Wi-Fi hot zone along 6th Street. And as a matter of fact, I think we have a map of that, if we could uh, bring that up. You'll see uh, the bold lines there uh, along 6th Street, which is like the bar and restaurant hub of Austin. And that's an outdoor deployment, and it's just really robust Wi-Fi. Then I think you've also got some other Wi-Fi hotspots set up over on Auditorium Shores. And I know there's one other one that you'll see indicated on the map here. Oh, here they go. Here and here, this is your Wi-Fi hot zone. This is the cell on wheels that uh, I got to take a look at. This is a second, and this is the Lundberg lens down here, right? That's right. So, you know, taken as a whole, what do all these different network components look like from a user experience perspective? Hopefully from the user experience, it's seamless. They don't know the difference, whether they're on a DAS or a Wi-Fi or the macro network or on one of the cows. Mm -hmm. um, we, we use these different technologies uh, to combine a ubiquitous network. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, wherever you are, you're able to use the amount of data, make phone calls and things at your desire, and, uh, and that allows us to, you know, serve the customers with the best possible experience. Well, Clark, I really appreciate you coming in and walking us through some of these different network elements that AT&T's put in place to support South by Southwest. And uh, to the folks at home, we thank you for tuning in to HetNet Happenings.